Hey, everybody. I just wanted to talk about a few things before we get on with the show. First, the audio on this, as you'll notice, is not up to par of what we normally would like to put out, but you also hear that Rob is in the process of moving. Um, this was a very impromptu episode. We did this over our cell phones using Skype and a Skype recorder, so just keep that in mind. It's not horrible, but it's definitely not what we normally would like to put out for an episode. Second, and lastly, Throwback Network. Throwback Network, as we talked about months ago, had had some compromises with the security of the website due to a plugin that we were using to import all the different feeds from the different shows onto the website. After many hours of Rob trying to figure out and close the gap on this this problem, we decided that the best bet was to just make one static page for the network with that were still categorizing the podcast. It still had links to all the show's websites and RSS feeds, and that still exists today. The difference is it's accessible through throwbackreviews.com. There's a page there. It's a static page. There's a tab on top that uh, you can go to to find the network. And the domain name has also since expired. Uh, I let some domain names go, and that was one of them. I had to make a decision on some of the things uh, that I've been doing online. So uh, it's still there. It still can serve its purpose, but that's just kind of where we're at right now. I know some people had messaged Rob and myself, and we wanted to give an update, and that's what's going on. That said, enjoy the show. So I'm not even gonna do I'm not even gonna do an intro right now. People know who we are. Rob O'Hara, Sean, throwback reviews, the twice a year podcast. Maybe <laughs> maybe this is the third one. I don't know. I can't. I think this is the third episode. Been, uh, we've had we've had some gaps. We have we've had some gaps. Where, you know, maybe someday we'll get back to a uh, get back to a monthly podcast. But I don't know. We got to take what we can get, right? Well, you know, schedules. It's um, this should be called the. Uh, I mean, it's throwback reviews, but it could just as easily be called the Busy Dad Podcast because uh, we're both uh, busy and we're both dads and we're both busy dads. That's right. And I don't know how the audio is going to turn out on this. Uh, Rob, and he'll talk about it in a second, but he's like packed up. He's ready to move. And so the pod cart that he's talked about so many times is packed up. So I said, hey, why don't you just hook up some headphones to your iPhone? Uh, I got some time tonight. He had some time tonight. So we're going to try this out. So uh, we apologize if the audio isn't up to par. But... uh, yeah, take you know, what I, we can get. I I always brag uh, about your audio. Uh, you know, I I still think uh, Throwback Reviews, the way that we do the audio, the way that you mix it, all the stuff is uh, one of the best sounding podcasts. But uh, this might not be. This episode might not be <laughs> our best sounding work. But but uh, yeah, we, we've um, so uh, we have purchased a new house and. Probably half of what I own is over at the new house. We've been moving for the last couple of days, and half of what I own is uh, still here at this house. It's kind of a mess. The joys of moving. Oh, my God. It the sucks. The in-between. It sucks so bad. You know, it's like it's like pulling off a Band-Aid in a way. Like, where do you, like, where do you live? Like, I don't know where I live. You know, like, I mean, our bed's here. 
but we had our, our cable and, and internet, everything moved over, the phones moved over, you know, so it's like, and the good news is, I mean, it's literally like less than two miles away. The house is two miles away, so it's not a big deal to run back and forth, but like I was over there earlier uh, today unloading some stuff, and of course we've been driving back and forth, and I'm all hot and sweaty. I'm like, oh, I'm going to take a shower, but then I realize. Like I had some clothes over there, but we don't have any towels. So <laughs> it's just like like everything is, is scattered right now. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you had even mentioned today we were talking through our Voxer app, and you were talking about something where you needed to kind of reference, and you're like, man, it's weird because normally I could just go on the computer, Google. It was about a movie or something, and and so you don't even have that at your fingertips. I, You know, I use my blog as kind of like a, a running public journal. So a lot of times, like Susan earlier said, you know, how long have we been in this house now? Has it been six years? I'm like, I don't know. And then I'm like, type, type. Uh, and then I'm like, nope, there's a blog post from, you know, 2011 that says we're moving in. So it's been seven years, you know? So, um, but I didn't realize how often I did that until, yeah, I was talking to you earlier and, and there were like two or three things where, uh, you know, my, my reaction was, oh, you know, I turned to the keyboard and I'm and the computer is there. There's no internet. It's amazing how, uh, how useless a computer seems without internet access. Yeah. Like it, it didn't, it didn't used to be that way. You know what I mean? Like, like when we were kids or, you know, we both had old computers and, and, uh, you know, even growing up, I mean, like before, you know, before the internet, before the mid nineties, like, I mean, that's a lot of time where we had computers and even then not everybody had AOL, not everybody got online, but you know, Souls I'm at zero, with a co- <laughs> but I'm like sitting at my computer and I'm like, well, what's this piece of crap? You can't even get online. You can't do anything. I mean, it's, it's pointless now. I, I don't know. It's like every, I guess everything I do is online. I didn't realize that. Yeah, man, I I was in panic mode today as well. I have, so I have Verizon FiOS for internet. We don't have phone. I use antennas, and plus we have every streaming, you know, uh, company out there: Hulu and Netflix and Prime. And my wife, because she loves horror movies, has Shutter. And uh, so, anyways, so I have FiOS and I have their old router. But I last year I bought this uh, Netgear Nighthawk. And I love this thing. I, and I really got it for the range because I would drop signal in the, in the basement, in the garage. And with this thing, it's like I get halfway down the street and I still, I'm still connected. So anyways, last week, last Friday, my files router got really weird and it's in bridge mode. It's just like a modem, but it got so wonky that, uh, I eventually had to just reset the, the router, the Verizon router which I, I didn't want to do because I have to go through setting it back up, putting it in bridge mode, and yada, yada, yada. And uh, so I had to reset it, and I just said, screw it. I disconnected the net gear, and I said, well, everyone's using the Verizon for now. And so I've been <sighs> dropping for a week. So today, I said, I told my wife, I said, I'll get it back and working. So I had to set up, and it, it took me a good hour, and I had to keep doing this and that. So I had no internet, and the same thing. I'm staring at a computer. Now, normally when I'm doing something on the computer, if I'm – if I'm editing and I'm rendering something or whatever I may be doing, I'll, I'll tool around on the computer while I'm waiting. Right. And so I'm just like, yeah, I'm just staring at this dumb box, the screen that <laughs> does absolutely nothing because the router's resetting or this or that. So we are so 
so dependent on it. It's yeah, uh, yeah. You know, we can we can bitch about our kids all we want, <laughs> but yeah, we're we, just as bad. We're victims to it as well. Yeah, yeah. I had to call. Um, we have uh, Cox cable down here, so I had to call. Had to call Cox and set up uh, moving our services. You know, moving the internet and all this, and it's it's a mess because um, a long time ago I used to have Cox business. I because uh, with a business account you got faster speeds and you got a static IP and they didn't block any of your ports. So I used to host um, all my websites and stuff from the house. But you said they didn't block any of your ports or port. It's both. (laughs) (laughs) No, like, so you could do web hosting and you could do all that stuff. Right. Um, But uh, they split off from Cox residential. And I mean, it's a long story, but to make a long story short, I ended up with two cable modems. So I had one cable modem just for my phone and then one cable modem just for my internet. <clears throat> Excuse me. So when, when, um, I called to get everything moved over there, like, now do you have the old modem or do you have the new modem? I'm like, nope, I have two modems. And, and the lady says, well, there's no way you have two modems. I'm like, yeah, I, actually I do, you know? <clears throat> so anyway, uh, it's just an ordeal. It's like it's like calling and then having them treat you like an idiot when you know what you're talking about. You know, you're 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 like I I have two cable modems. I'm sitting here looking at them and, and they treat you like you're dumb. And then uh, we actually I had to go in to pick up a different uh, cable box and they have this new uh, my cable my uh, cable stuff is so old that we don't have DVR. We don't have any of that stuff. And the lady says, um, you're available for a free upgrade. And I'm like, yeah, I I know what free means. Like free, you know, like, oh, you could have a free iPhone. Well, that means you're paying for it for two years or something, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I was like, well, what do you mean by free? She says, it's 100% free. Like your your cable stuff is so old that um, (laughs) you you – you call. I mean, basically, it's like they're giving me the last generation of stuff for free. Um, so I'm like, okay, uh, you know, there, there's my bills not gonna go. She's like, no, it's totally free. I say everything's free. She says it's all free. I said, okay, well, I guess I'll do it. And then um, as she's giving me the stuff, she says, now there's a twenty dollar activation fee. Uh, and then she says, with the tax for the new thing and this and that or whatever, my bill's gonna go up fourteen ninety five a month. And so, and I turned to Susan and I go, and because the lady's totally serious and I go, and this is for my free upgrade. She's like, yep. I mean, she doesn't bat an eye and I'm like, I wish these people could hear themselves. Like, I mean, literally in the same sentence, she said, your free upgrade is going to be $35. Like, (laughs) like to me, that's not what free means, but uh, to the cable company, I guess it is. Yeah. It's a whole racket in itself, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Um. You know what? I wanted to kind of give a little update since I know I think it was the last episode we had talked. We actually had Mason on in uh, in a roundabout way. We had, you were talking about Life Three Sixty app. Oh, that's were, right. And yeah. you were you were tracking him, and he ended up calling in, and you put the phone up, and uh, it was kind of funny. But since then, I've actually put that on. Everybody in the family has Life Three Sixty, except for my youngest because he did, he doesn't have a phone. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he's got my daughter's old track phone. So when he goes down the street, 
whenever we tell him, you know, be home at five o'clock, there I am walking down to get him because he's not home at five o'clock. So we gave her, <laughs> we gave him a uh, summer's old track phone and it's got like triple minutes and endless and carryovers and all that. So it's like cost us like, you know, $2 a month now. <laughs> right, minutes right. on that thing. So anyways, uh, but we, yeah, I put Life 360. I have it on my phone. My wife, Nicole has it. Ethan and my daughter, we all have it. And I love it. I really do because um, it, it's nice to be able to know up oh, summer's at school. Up oh, summer's left school. She's headed home, you know, or if I'm not here, it'll say like, oh, you know, the kids came home. And I, I really do like it. You know, I think my oldest son, Ethan, who's 16, was hesitant about it because he thought mm-hmm. dad was going to be tracking him and all this and that. And I'm thinking, kid, don't do nothing anyways. You know, he's always home. But, <laughs> but, um, it is nice. It's it is a nice application. So anyone listening that if it has kids that that are older with cell phones or whatever, it is a a neat little device. And I'll tell you, it came in handy a few weeks ago. My daughter's playing soccer for school, and she had a she was it was an away game in a town that was about thirty five minutes away. And I didn't know where the field was. I didn't know where school was. And I tried to look it up. And I just I said, all right, we find the school, but I don't know where the field is. I don't know where I'm going. And, uh, so we just, we got out that way, hit life 360 and boom. We, um, when we were moving, uh, or, you know, boxing up stuff a couple of days ago, all of a sudden Susan noticed that her phone was missing and we had taken, we had just taken a bunch of boxes, uh, like over to the trash dumpster. There's a trash dumpster down the street. And, uh, uh, so she started freaking out. We were like, Oh no, like, she started thinking maybe she had put her phone in one of the trash boxes. And, uh, and I was like, Oh, hang on. And I opened up live 360. And, uh, and this is how accurate it is. We zoomed in, zoomed in, you know, cause you could like really zoom in on the map. And based on that, we could tell that her phone was sitting in her car. Like it, <laughs> it showed the little dot out in the driveway. Yep. And then she was like, Oh yeah, I had it out in the car earlier. And, she ran out there and got it. But, uh, yeah, you know, my, I, I don't think Mason at first was thrilled about the idea of us being able to, you know, quote unquote track him. But, you know, the way I sold it was, uh, you know, what's good for the goose, right? Like he can see me as well. So mm-hmm. and I told him, I said, I don't have anything to hide. You know, it's not about, and, and it's really not, it's not about spying on him. It's about, uh, last night. Uh, we were all over at the new house and Susan and I came back and Mason said he was going to go by seven 11. And uh, when we got back to our current house, uh, we just sat down and all of a sudden we heard sirens. Um, and it was like multiple, like, a, you know, fire truck, police, something like that. We we're like, Oh no. And then we looked at each other. We're like, Oh, and Mason had got here yet. And that was the first thing Susan did was open up live 360, And she's like, Nope, he's at seven 11. So it just, you know, in those kind of moments, it could just take away, uh, uh, you know, those little fears in the back. Like the things that our parents, you know, you remember when we were kids and, um, uh, you know, mom would say, come home at nine and you're playing ghost in the graveyard out there or, you know, whatever, some game. And, uh, uh, you know, you come home late and then your mom was like or my mom, you know, she would freak out. She would be like, I was worried sick, you know, mm-hmm. hey, something could have happened. And like nothing happened. But, you know, it, it takes those moments away. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it does add a little bit of comfort. It's nice. 
Um, all right. Well, look, why don't we talk a little bit about some old retro kind of stuff here? And, you know, one of the things that I kind of jotted down that I thought maybe we could talk about was, uh, maybe, I don't know, I guess there might be a little bit of theme to my couple things that jotted down or basically things that, uh, I love now that I didn't really, I wasn't real into when I was younger. And, it, and I, I'm almost embarrassed to say it. It's some TV shows. Now, it's not to say I didn't like them, but I wasn't like I had to sit down and watch it every week. And the two shows that, that I have, and I want to know if there's any that you have, uh, and then we can talk about them. It's the A Team and Knight Rider. Like, obviously, <laughs> I had seen them when I was younger, but they, I, they just didn't, I, for whatever reason, it, and I'm surprised that the A Team didn't. Um, it must have, I, I was trying to look up before the show some TV listings, but I got sidetracked <laughs> uh, because it must have been something that was conflicting with like the A team. Um, Knight Rider, I could see back then I wasn't a huge like car guy, right? You know, or right. Kid, but the A team, I mean, that was totally up my alley of what I liked as a kid. And, and so, but now I absolutely love them and I've, I've, stumbled upon both shows uh full series and so i I probably talked about it in the past year but like i i have a tablet that i take to work and i really use it just to watch things i put stuff on there so every day i'm watching uh, i'll watch a team for maybe two weeks every day and then I'll switch up and go to the, you know, night rider and just so i don't get too burned out with so many so many episodes but um are there any shows that you that you either currently or recently excuse me and I guess recently would be in your adulthood of shows that were on when we were kids growing up that you just for whatever reason you didn't really watch but now you're like oh man well there's a, a couple I one and and first you know I, I would say I I haven't gone back into A team uh yet really uh, I would like to go back and do that. I have watched a bunch of the Night Riders. Um, I went to a garage sale. <laughs> I went to a garage sale. I don't know, two or three months. I mean, it was this summer, and this it was like hmm, it was a mom running the garage sale, and then the kids were there, but not all the kids that had stuff. Uh, so the mom was like wanting top dollar for everything, and then the kids were like. Mom, that's never going to – like, they were fighting over prices. Like, the kids were trying to give cheap mm-hmm. prices, and the mom was like – because I'm sure the mom paid for everything they were selling, right? Um, But the point of that is they had all the seasons, and I'm trying to remember if it's four seasons of Knight Rider. Is that right? Was there f- uh, four it was or four six. or five, I think, something like okay. that. Okay, but it was it was every box set. Uh, of Knight Rider, and I, I'm I'm such a wimp when it comes to bargaining at garage sales. <laughs> like like if something's a, a two dollars or something, then I'll just pay it, you know. And Susan will will say, you know, I could have got that for a quarter. I'm like, well, it said two dollars, so I just pay two dollars. And if I don't think it's worth two dollars, then I just won't buy it. I won't I won't haggle, you know. Right, but they didn't have prices on their DVDs. And, and then the lady's like, well, you know, we bought those. I think these were $20. And then Susan's like, Oh, well, we don't pay more than $2 for 
DVD box sets, you know? And the lady's like, well, there's a bunch of DVDs. She's like, I don't care. Those are $2 or no deal. And I'm like, yes, yes, ma'am. <laughs> I'm just hiding <laughs> over there. But, um, uh, but yeah, so I, I did go back and watch a bunch of the Night Riders. I'll tell you something. I have been watching, uh, a couple of things. And, and one is, uh, you know, a, a drama kind of like what you're talking about is chips. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I, uh, uh, got all six seasons. There's six seasons of chips, but I think the, the last couple of seasons get weird. Like the very last season is when John quit, uh, the guy that played John. Um, yeah. so, and they and they were like trying to bring in other people and I, you know, so it, I, those things have a limited lifespan. You know what I mean? Like all, everybody's getting along and nobody knows what everybody's salary is and <laughs> everybody's happy, you know, and then there, there's eventually drama. But, uh, so, now, for people that don't know, explain, like, when you said that you get to watch, you watch some of those at work, how do you do that? Uh, you mean, like, how am I allowed to? Yeah, I mean, like... I just know. watch, like I said, I, I have a tablet, and I just, I put tons of videos on them, and I just, uh, when I go on break, I pop it out, and uh, I'll watch a little bit on my first break, a little bit on the second, on my lunch, and then a little, you know, I get a 10-minute, 20, and a, and a 10, so I get... I get 40 minutes worth of break, which is about enough to watch an episode, you know, one episode at work. I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. Um, so what I normally do is see Susan, man, Susan is like an early bird, like 10 o'clock is lights out, you know, she's ready for bed, but I'm kind of a night owl. So I, you know, I have all these, uh, on my home server, so I will, um, go lay down in bed but then I'll stream them on my tablet, uh, and then I have little earbuds, you know, so I'll just lay there in bed. So that's pretty much, you know, every night, like when I go to bed, I lay in there and I watch an episode as I'm laying in their bed. Um, but yeah, so I've been watching the chips and man, uh, as a kid, like I remember, you know, it's kind of like a lot of these other things. Like I remember chips, but I couldn't tell you the plot of a single episode, you know, I mean, as a kid, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, like I knew it was the guys and they're on motorcycles, but watching them as an adult, like the plots are so silly, you know, I mean, they're so ridiculous. Like, um, the, the one I'm, I'm going through season one right now. And one I just watched is, um, they, the, the opening shot, they are following a delivery van and the, and the back door of the delivery van, uh, flies open and all these cases of baby food fall out and there's like 40 cases or something and it causes a big backup on the the interstate and all these cars crash and they get all the uh you know get it all picked up but when they're done getting it picked up they only get 38 cases so there's like some baby food that's missing well then later on they find out that the baby food was being recalled because it has botulism and then these these hippies who are uh, going on the side of the road picking up stuff, they, uh, you know, have picked up the baby food and, and they feed it to their kid. And then, you know, there's an exciting conclusion where uh, Ponch, I don't remember if it was Ponch or John, one of them, but they like get the baby on their motorcycle with like one of those little front sling things and they're riding in and out of traffic. Oh, I'm sure it was Ponch. <laughs> and they're just hauling, you know, because they're like, 
oh no, the baby has to get to an ambulance and they're going through. But I mean, just so, such silly, you know, um, plots and stuff like that. Um, the other one that I've been watching a lot of, and this has probably been over the past year, is uh, Unsolved Mysteries. Um, oh, I'm, I can I can remember uh, the the uh, theme song to that. It used to creep the heck out of me. <laughs> that show, man. Sometimes there are some of them that, like I'll watch. You know, like I said, I watch them at night, and there are some like, you know, the guy. I'll be Robert Stack will come on, and, and he'll be, you know, tonight. Uh, is Bigfoot real? Well, he came into this guy's house while he was laying in bed, and then I'm like, oh, I'm laying in bed. You know, yeah. He's, he was <laughs> he he was perfect for that, wasn't he? Oh, it was great, and they um. The uh, is it? It's not filmation, but it's somebody. It's a name similar to that. But they take old shows. I guess they get uh, they're by the rights to them, and then and they put them on streaming and stuff. So all there's like twelve seasons, I think, of Unsolved Mysteries, and they're all on Amazon Prime. Oh, all right. Yeah, I'm, gonna, so, I'm gonna stay away though because that that did creep me out. <laughs> man, there's some creepy ones, you know, and and um and one thing that's really funny about watching these newer ones is uh, they all. I mean, the the best thing about Unsolved Mysteries was when they would do an update, you know. So it would be like you'd watch this whole thing about a bank robber, and it would say, you know, and it'd be on the lookout or whatever, and then going into a commercial it would be like update. The guy was caught, you know, and, and blah, 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 thanks to viewers. Well, now, like, a, a lot of these have updates. So uh, I was watching one, and it was like this guy, and he wandered into the desert, and and they found all these weird rock formations, and they were thinking that uh, maybe he got abducted by aliens or some weird thing, you know, and then it was like, update. No, he died of, of uh, lack of water. Like dehydration, <laughs> he died in the desert, and they found his body like a month later. And I'm like, oh man, that kind of ruins it. But there's a lot of uh, updates in there, so yeah, I've been watching a lot of that too. I like I said, I like that little time where um, I, you've had better luck than I have with getting the kids to watch um, retro stuff. But for me, you know, my kids are, just aren't that interested in the older stuff, so it's hard to watch it. Um, you know, when the kids are like in the living room, it's hard to watch it you know, in the evenings because either there's sports on or, or, you know, I'm doing something with the wife, but that, that little hour, you know, where I'm laying down for bed and I've got my little earbuds on, that's just like my little, you know, retro hour where I get to watch something. Yeah. I can't do that. And I've tried the same thing with my tablet and headphones and I, I fall asleep. I, I cannot watch TV, uh, in bed. I just got a TV and I just put a TV in my bedroom. And so I, I just constantly fall asleep. I try it with the tablet, and the next thing I know, I'm I'm strangling myself with earbuds. And, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to get comfortable. So, uh, but everybody here, I mean, they all know. It's like if I'm like oh, I'm gonna do some laundry or whatever, I'll put on something old. Uh, I mean, I was I was in a kick for a while where I was just watching '80s commercial uh, playlists on on YouTube. And oh stuff like, yeah stuff like that but i mean honestly i mean so i have three kids my oldest is 16 he's not really he never really accepted not accepted but he never got into any of the shows really like he talked about magnum and i got some magnum and he's like yeah i say hey i got magnum it's on the pucks all right you know like so i i was watching him with gabriel now 
Gabriel's my youngest. He's 10. And he does like a lot of the older shows. And so does my daughter. Um, but she'll also, she'll kind of watch things, even though she's not really into it because she wants to hang out with dad. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But right. Gabriel, Gabriel's the opposite. He's like, if you don't like it, he's out. Um, he's going to his room. He's going to play on his tablet or whatever. You know what I mean? So, but I had gotten the eight team and put on Plex and he was watching it for the longest time. And then I was like, why am I not watching this? Yeah. I, I I'd have to say, <laughs> um, I think I said this about ghostbusters when we did our ghostbusters episode. Um, I think we had Christopher Tupin, right? And our ghostbusters episode. Sounds right. That sounds yeah, right. Pretty sure we did. And I remember talking about that because ghostbusters was a movie that I was familiar with as a child familiar with the the mass hysteria of ghostbusters mm-hmm. but i wasn't a ghostbusters fan i didn't i didn't dislike it i just never got into it and then we watched it for the show and i was like oh my god i love this movie this is my favorite <laughs> 80s movie that i didn't watch when i was a kid in the 80s so i'd have to say the a team is pretty pretty up there i really it, it's the same thing you know it's funny when you're saying that about chips about the the plot uh, plot lines of these shows. I mean, they were all, I mean, let's be honest, they're all pretty goofy, pretty silly. It's hard to find something where I'm like, the writing on that, the the story in that was just superb. You know what I mean? Like, they're always, you always kind of like chuckle about it, but I think that's part of uh, the draw to them. You, you just, you're like taken out of this serious world we live in now with politics and, and just, you know, everything. And it's like, let me just step back and enjoy something that's fun. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's that, a lot of sitcoms. Um, I came up with a word. There's probably a real word for it, but I made up a word for it. I think we talked about this a long time ago on uh, throwback reviews called plotadox. So it's <laughs> like a, a, a paradox in the plot, you know, but, what I, when I made up that word, basically the definition is, is that something that in real life could easily, I mean, it's like the plot of a sitcom, but in real life it would easily be solved with like one person talking to another. You know what I mean? But, yeah. but for the plot of the show to work, they can't because then, then the plot doesn't work, you know? Um, and lots of sitcoms are like that. I just, um, I, I another show that I recently got, um, there was only a couple of seasons released on DVD and they just released some new seasons is, uh, the facts of life. And so okay. I have those and, um, I, you know, I, I just watched some random episodes, uh, and there's so many episodes of that show where, like, you know, well, Tootie is gonna, <laughs> whatever, like, like she gets invited to a thing, but she can only invite one friend, and then she is gonna invite, whatever, she's gonna invite Blair, but she leaves the invitation out, and Joe saw the invitation and thought it was for her. So now she's gonna get her feelings hurt and blah, 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 you know, and it's like, like in real life, you would be like, "Oh, sorry, I left that out." No, I'm taking Blair, and then that's the end. But then you wouldn't have a 30 minute <laughs> plot, you know what I mean? So, right? Uh, yeah, a lot of those uh, old. And I know we've talked about this before. Um, 
reviewing like old eighties movies and stuff, but there's so many episodes like of chips, uh, all these shows that we've talked about. So many of these plots don't work if those people had cell phones, you know, yeah, right. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, um, I mean, chips, at least they have, uh, well, there was an episode of chips where basically, uh, Ponch and John were supposed to be on call waiting for something. And they went to Ponch's, uh, I, I did not remember this at all that Ponch lived in an RV. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. So he's like, so he lives in a trailer park in an RV. And, uh, I, I get, I get to tell you, like I, I same feelings with, or same relationship with chips as you is. I remember it as a kid. I remember watching it after school quite a lot, but I couldn't really remember much. Right. Right. Um, well, and the, uh, I guess the, the, the gist of it was, and I got this from rewatching the pilot. Like I said, I'm, I'm on like episode seven or eight, I think of the first season. Um, but that, uh, Paunch, uh, was on probation. And so he basically has to ride with John. So John's the straight laced guy. And, and so they're not really partners, but he, you know, he's like on probation or whatever, but then after a while, they just kind of drop that. I mean, they don't really mention it anymore. Now they're just kind of. They're just partners, you know, right. except for no, none of the other guys have partners, but what, you know, whatever. I did read, um, the trivia on uh, Wikipedia about chips. And it said that, uh, in none of the six seasons and no, no episode do either of the guys ever pull their guns. So I thought that was, that was interesting. I guess that just wasn't, uh, you know, it's like MacGyver, right? Yeah. Just the other ways to solve problems, you know. But um, oh, so uh, if I could just side note, yeah, a little bit for a second here. Speaking of MacGyver, so we had this store open up in the summer. It's called the '80s Toy Store, I think. I don't remember. Maybe it's not. <laughs> I think it's called the <laughs> '80s Shop or something like that. But basically, it's this little store that this guy owns, and it's real nice in there. And um, you know, just what you think: a lot of old '80s toys and '70s. And he had this MacGyver uh, action figure, uh, oh. still, still, still carded and everything, unopened. And uh, he's like, "Yeah, I got this." And blah blah blah. And he's like, "You notice anything about it?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, he's got a gun." <laughs> <laughs> and we were both just like, "Yeah, he never MacGyver never used a gun on the show." So it was kind of interesting, but yeah, it was maybe, really, it's, it's a cool store he, that we got here. He built one, you know, out of a straw and a paper wrapper and <laughs> chewing, chewing gum. Uh, chewing wrapper. gum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a cool show. There's a lot of those shows. Um, it, it's just hard. Like, um, I wish that some of those, you know, like I wish that there was like a 10 episode thing of MacGyver. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, like, I don't know how many seasons it was on, but, you know, I mean, it's kind of like chips. Like, after you've seen a few, you kind of get the idea. You know what I mean? So I wish it was like, you know, somebody could say, like, you know, watch the first two or three episodes to learn all the characters and then watch these other five episodes. And then you kind of get it, you know, because I end up teetering off, you know, and I did that with, um, 
Love Boat. Remember, I got all those yeah, after, gonna... after the thing. And yeah, dude, there was like twelve seasons or something of Love Boat, and there's so after, many episodes. Uh, it was after your cruise, right? Yeah, yeah, because they were showing Love Boat on the cruise, and I got addicted to it, you know? Yeah, I think uh, you sent some my way, too, because I was in Ocean City, New Jersey at the beach, and there was a Love Boat episode on it, and I was kind of getting a little hooked on it. Yeah, but, like, the seasons are, like, 26 or 28 episodes or something, and it's a lot, dude, yeah. you know? So, yeah, I think I made it, like, season three, and, and what was funny about that show, I, I know a lot of shows did this at the time, but... Uh, there were so many guests that they ended up recycling. So when you're like sitting there and you're just, you know, cramming episode after episode, like three episodes later, you're like, Hey, wasn't that the divorced dad? And now it's the single bachelor, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, like it's a different dude, you know, wouldn't that be the same thing though? Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there was some, there was like some celebrity that was, uh, like, I think it uh, might have been one of the Brady girls, either either Jan or Marsha. Oh, I'm, sh- I'm sure. But they sure. just keep coming back as different people, you know. So yeah, you know, we have to uh, we'll have to send an email to the Retroist to do a MacGyver episode, and then uh, Meta Girl can do her top five episodes, and there you go. Oh, You'll that's get, true. Yeah, you have all the, uh, I just listened to. Um, Retroist. I, I think it's the latest one. Not. I forgot that he did. He did do that recently, didn't he? Yeah, he did chips, and the latest uh, one that came out was Halloween Two. I that's think? the one I listened to. Yeah, Halloween yeah. Two. I haven't which, listened um, to that yet. Uh, you know, it's good. It's um, uh, got me. Man, I, I'm such an a. It really stinks that we're moving like right in the middle of October. It, like screws up all of uh, Halloween. Like we haven't put any Halloween stuff out this year. And we're not going to have time to put Halloween stuff up at the next house, you know, the new house. It's just, um, and I love how, like Halloween's like my favorite, uh, I think it's my favorite holiday. It, it's, it's close. Christmas is still the favorite. Um, but it's, it kicks off a time of year. That is my favorite. I mean, I love the, the fall colors. Uh, I like when you have a nice, fall day that where the temps are decent lately it's been completely miserable here but yeah it's definitely kicking off that season i'm put it this way i i we don't put up christmas decorations till after thanksgiving but i'm not opposed to being in the store before thanksgiving here christmas music i I, it doesn't bother me at all (laughs) i don't i'm not one of those people who goes online and starts bitching because it's like really christmas already yeah well like i don't know it kind of kind of bums me out to see like um christmas stuff on the shelves like at big lots or whatever like christmas stuff at the same time as halloween stuff it's our yeah it is it, it is out now yeah like a, i don't know i think halloween should get it get more respect <laughs> <laughs> i think i think it gets way more respect than it did when we were kids i think it's i think it's more celebrated by adults now than it was when we were kids because our generation I, and I think we've talked about this like our generation is I I think um, seems to be the most forthcoming with their nostalgia for the time that they grew up right yeah our, our parents would never sit around being like oh like my dad is not going to go buy a Roy Rogers lunchbox no <laughs> you know what I mean he might buy one to hit me with it. <laughs> yeah, right. 
I mean, he would never, he would do that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, like our parents are just not, you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they're nostalgic, you know, but. Yeah, but I just think there's something about our generation that, uh, I don't know, maybe because it seemed like we were at that, you know, the beginnings of a lot of this technology now. You know, the things that we had, like, I mean, think about it. Like we had those like little, um, I don't know, were they Coleco or, or like the little handheld games? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Mattel. Yeah. Yeah. And blip and stuff like that. Like, I mean, now you have phones that are computers, but it was like this, this started with us, I think more so. And yeah, my dad has, um, very few. Very few uh, collectibles, you know, but they're all like either something that I gave him or my sister gave him or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, 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 I mean, and like I said, I, we're talking like one shelf, you know, in the living room type of thing. So, um, like he, you know, he had these California Raisin figures, which he actually just recently gave to me, uh, but... They were the ones like that you got from Hardee's in the eighties, you know, and he basically just had them because he used to go to lunch with my sister and, and he would take me to lunch during the week because he worked nights. So we didn't see him during the week. Like, you know, he slept while we were in school. And then when we got home, he would, he had already just left for work. Uh, so he would pick us up for lunch and my sister liked to go into Hardee's. So he got all the California raisins, you know, and so, so that's why he had them, not because he liked California raisins, you know, right. but, but because it had that little memory, you know, and, and, um, but, you know, he, he wouldn't be the type. And so he, when he gave them to me, I was like, Oh, I'm going to put these up, you know, and, and I like them partially because that memory, but also because I just like the California raisins, you know, <laughs> um, and but I have lots you like to collect things. Exactly. Right. Yeah. He, he knows my, my uh, parents know that it, like, if they give me something like that, like, I'm not going to ditch it. You know what I mean? Like, like I'll keep it. Like, um, it's not like if you, like, I, I used to have this friend and, and, um, I would give him, I would be like, like, I would find something and I would think, Oh, my friend's going to love that. And I would buy it and give it to him. And then, like two days later, I'd be like, "Oh, I hope you enjoy that." He's like, "Yeah, I didn't really want that. I just tossed it, or <laughs> you know, or or he'll sell it, or or whatever, you know." And and it's just um, like when people, like my parents, when they hand me down something, they know I'm not going to get rid of it. That that's not going to be a problem. Yeah, I wonder if your parents had ever just thought, like, "Hmm, this thing is awful. Let's give it to Robbie and see if he collects them all." <laughs> Just like a test. Yeah, just a test, just to kind of mess with you a little so bit. So they, they snicker behind my back. <laughs> yeah. Um, my my father isn't a collector or anything, but one thing that he did, and it was kind of on the same uh, lines as that, is where he kept things. Uh, and I, and I and I, when I think about it, I like that. Like he kept things that had like a memory to them, right? Um, so I remember my father had this 1980s. Or um, Monte Carlo, and uh, I don't know what it was and where I got it. It was like the, it, it, you'll probably know what I'm talking about. It looked like a little pom pom, like a miniature pom pom, maybe the size of uh, like the the large gumballs that you would get, and then it had little like like 
googly eyes like on it. Oh and yeah, then, yeah. And, like, and then like little felt feet, right? Mm-hmm. Little piece of felt cut like feet, and it would sit on it. Right. And um, so I gave it to my dad, and he like stuck it. It had and it like it peeled off the the bottom. The felt had like a you know double sided tape to it, and he stuck it on his dash. And um, my father gave me that car years ago. I was in the middle of, I needed a car. My car had died or something like that. And it was kind of like, he's like, look, I'm getting a car and you can just take it to get you through when you need it. And the thing was still in there, right? All, and I remember it was red, white, and blue colored. <laughs> and it was all faded. It was all faded. So, yeah. Uh, but I knew that was like, that, you know, he kept it all those years, you know what I mean? And so I kept it in there and, and he kind of said that too. But I do the same thing now with like, I remember finding an army man, like a green army guy in my car from, from my mm-hmm. kid that would play with it. And I just stuck it and I wedged it in the day and it's like still there. Like I, I'll, I've done stuff like that where it's just like, I'll kind of hang on to it because it reminds you, you know what I mean? And my kid, I'm mm-hmm. just sticking in the wherever. So, but yeah, other than that, my, my dad's not really uh too big of a collector. He's more just the mementos of things. Yeah, my mom is a collector. That that's where I get a lot of my collecting from. Uh and she, you know, like collected rooster stuff for a while and and cow stuff for a while and and not that like I don't think she has any um particular affinity for roosters, you know what I mean? It's not like yeah. she just loves roosters. It was just oh, that's something, you know, to collect. So she's kind of like me. She's definitely like me in the um like when I was a kid, she's the one that I would go to garage sales with. Um, she's the one who would uh I remember one time I mean, she bought she went to a computer or not a computer show, but a um like a swap meet thing, and she bought this uh it was like an external hard drive um when those were still like kind of a new thing, you know. And it didn't work, and so it was only a dollar. But she bought it, and then she gave it to me, and she was like, well, I just thought maybe you could do something with it, you know? And I was like, why don't you buy something that's broken and then <laughs> give it to me, you know? But the thing is, I totally get it. Like, as I've, as I've been moving, there are things that I should probably just, you know, donate. We We have made... I'm not exaggerating. At least a dozen trips to Goodwill over the past week, week and a half. Oh my uh, God. Yeah. I mean, we have just been, we've got like, um, a couple of plastic, you know, rubber made totes. And as we're cleaning up, when we see stuff, we're like, Oh, don't want this. Don't want that. We were going to have a garage sale and it's too much of a pain in the butt. You know, we don't have yeah. time for it right now. And it's not really the right time of year and we just don't want to move it. So. It just goes in those tubs, and when those two tubs are full, uh, we just the Goodwill is like five minutes from here. We go up there, and uh, uh, now they they like <laughs> it. It irritates me when I go to donate stuff at Goodwill, and then they treat you like crap. You know what I mean? Like like you're a pain because it's a whole system that works off of people donating stuff. Right. So they should be really happy, you know. But now when we go, it's like they roll out the red carpet. Like <laughs> we went up there today and two guys come out with these little carts and they're like, oh, hello, you know, because they've seen us so much over the past couple of weeks, you know. Um, but 
but yeah, you know, there are certain things that I should donate, but I've set them aside and I'm like, Oh, my friend will like that. Or someone else will want that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like you want to get, get that item to a person that you hope will enjoy it as much as you enjoyed it. I think that's part of, I don't know. Not, it's not nostalgia maybe, but just, um, like if you have something cool, you want to pass it to somebody who you think will enjoy it as much as you did, yeah. you know, when really it should just be, you need to get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you said you had all that, all those trips and I was like, Oh my God, I, I I'm saying that because I'm just like, I, like I, I see what's in your collections and we share, we share uh photos when, when we get stuff. And I just think, man, what was in that bin? If I could go bin diving in Rob O'Hara's donation bin. You know what? I, I, I guarantee that it's nothing that, um, that you would have wanted. You know, it's like, uh, it's mostly things that we bought for this house, like curtains that matched, um, this is gonna, I, I can't, I don't want to make it sexist. I don't want to say a difference between men and women, but I'm going to say a difference between me and my wife. So I, I will, I will personalize it. My wife has decided that she had to get rid of all the artwork and all the curtains and all the shower curtains and everything in this house, because the color scheme in this house is different than the color scheme in the new house. Makes um, sense. <laughs> right. And like, <laughs> like this house is about 10 years old and this is when, um, it was made in the era where they basically painted everything beige and put white trim, you know, mm-hmm. and our, the new house that we're, we're moving into, everything is gray, uh, with white trim. I mean, the floors, I mean, the, the walls, the ceiling, everything is gray. So she's like, well, geez, you can't hang these curtains over there. And I'm like, why not? <laughs> are they not curtains <laughs> she's like oh these these have greens and browns in it that's not gonna go with gray and, and i'm just like i thought everything went with gray i don't <laughs> yeah we well we definitely have a different eye for that kind of thing right like here's what i like to decorate stuff in lunch boxes yes <laughs> and you know what it goes with any color lunch boxes thermoses <laughs> Speaking of which, I got a nice birthday present a few weeks ago from Mr. Rob O'Hara. We were talking lunch boxes. Lo and behold, my wife's like, "Oh, birthday present came for you." And uh, I, I, I had we have been talking about it previous. So, and I was saying that uh, I, for me, I like to collect the thermos without the lunch box, just because. As you know, because you've collected both, it, the, the, the lunch boxes take up a lot more room. Granted, they're usually a lot cooler, or some of them are, uh, specifically the one that you had sent to me. And that was one of the ones I had told you, like, yeah, I keep, I, I want the thermoses. I'll get lunch boxes if it's something really unique to me, or if it's something that I had, like Dragon's Lair. I remember the lunch box. I remember the, the tin that, like, how it's pressed and, and, you know, you can feel the texture of everything and uh but i've never seen one i've never seen one out uh when i've been looking and uh so yeah i got a box and then afterwards 
Nicole had had told me, and you you told me too that you had told her, "Don't let Sean buy any lunchboxes this week." <laughs> so that that was really really cool, and it came with the thermos as well. So it's going to be a double display when I get my room all set up. Yeah, I, uh, um, what was funny is, uh, first of all. There's something about the lunchboxes. Like, I know that you're, you're more into the thermoses, but there's something about the lunchboxes that are, I don't know, man. I think it's because they're embossed, you know? Like, they have that tactile feel to them. Yeah. Uh, that it just makes it, there's something about it, you know? And the other thing that, as a kid, I don't know if I remembered this, but I remember the front of the lunchbox and I remember the back, but I don't remember, like, all the artwork that, like, wraps all the way around, you know? There's all these cool little pictures and stuff. So, man, I I really like them. But then whenever you said, um, you know, you were going to put the thermos out, I was like, oh, that's cool. And I couldn't remember what the thermos looked like. So I went and got my Dragon's Lair lunchbox and opened it up. And I don't have a thermos. (laughs) So I'm like, oh, darn that, Sean. So I'm going to have to buy a thermos now. Yeah. Well, you know, it's not that I like the thermos. Like I said, like the thermos is better, actually. They're there. It's a little, um, it's difficult because the thermos, the, the imaging wraps around, right? But it's a cylinder. So how do you display that? You want to show this side, but you want to show that side. You know what I mean? Where the lunchbox, I mean, you, you're front or back for the most part. Uh, but again, it's just, it's, it's just a, a, a space issue for me is how much room do I have? How much real estate do I have on the shelf? Um, Cause I'm in, I'm in the, I'm in the process of, you know, making my own little room and, and we have a walk-in attic and I probably talked about it for the past three years. Um, but so I'm limited on, on where I can put these things. So I have that lunch box and then I have a, um, my wife got, got a stranger things lunch box for me just cause it was kind of cool and had the, uh, had the uh, kids on the bikes kind of remember, reminded me of the, uh, ET. Oh, you're still there. Sorry, I had to. Uh, yeah, it said low power on my phone. I had to plug in my uh, um, power adapter real quick. Fortunately, I have one. That was uh, uh, one of the things. For some reason, uh, Susan earlier thought one of the important things to pack would be all the phone chargers. Yeah, gotta have at the new house. <laughs> yeah, but, but we're all at, at the, the old, old house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Stranger um, Things. I, that would be a cool. You know, Stranger Things kind of grabbed the uh i mean they it really has that 80s aesthetic you know so i i don't tend to buy newer lunch boxes but if i were going to get one i could see that you know fitting in with the other ones yeah that's that's probably the only one and to be i'll be perfectly honest with you like my daughter loves stranger things she has so many things i'm probably going to give the lunch box to her just because it i want the old ones you know right I mean? right um so, but yeah, that was, that was great, man. That was awesome. And it's funny too, because the, when I was out looking, uh, earlier that week, and that's how we kind of started talking about it, because I told you, I, I, I had found a lunchbox. It was a Walt Disney World lunchbox, a tin, and it had a thermos, and it was beautiful, and it was calling my name, but it was 35 <laughs> bucks, and I was like, oh, yeah. I know. That's the nice thing with the thermoses. It's usually like I got my like, you know, I usually pay um, I don't know, like eight to ten dollars is generally the the going rate 
for them. I've I've spent more. I got a He Man uh, Masters of the Universe at that store I was telling you about. I got mm-hmm. it uh, on my first visit. It was fifteen, a little more. I mean, I usually wouldn't spend fifteen on a thermos, um, but uh, you know, it was a local store, and I wanted to buy something, and I was like, well, that's the most practical thing for me at this point. So I just right, that. right. But uh, I mean, I got a strawberry shortcake when I was out, and my wife's like, I didn't know you like strawberry shortcake. I'm like, yeah, it's. It's from when we were kids. It doesn't have to be always something that I had. It could be, some, you know, if it's just from that era, it gives you that, that that feeling of, you know, things that you remember as a kid, then I'm okay with it. You know, I went to uh, a bunch of, there's in Tulsa, which is like two hours from here, there's a whole bunch of antique stores. And I was in Tulsa and I found a Annie lunchbox. Mm-hmm. And it had the thermos, and um, I mean, I've seen those go for like fifty, sixty, or whatever, and it was like twenty dollars, and it was a decent shape. It was a pretty good shape, so I bought it, and you know, I go up to the front, and the guy that's running the place is like this, you know, this biker-looking dude. He's got like a big beard, you know, and I'm like, yes, this Annie lunchbox, you know, and I put it up there, and then um, I don't remember what the deal was if we were. If it was like we were waiting on new credit cards to come in or something, or you know, not credit but uh, debit cards, you know, for whatever reason, their their card thing wouldn't take my debit card, and he was like, "Well, I could set this aside, and you could go like across the street to this ATM." And I did. I went over to the ATM, and then I came back, and I was like, "There's other people." And he's like, "Oh, hold on, this this gentleman had the Annie's lunch." I'm like, "Oh, don't announce it." <laughs> <laughs> You know, um, but um, I I would I would say Annie is like one of those like Annie is not my movie, but you know I grew up with a little, little sister, and a- Annie was one of her movies for sure. Right. So you know when, when you're a kid, like I remember, you know there was that um, the Christmas where I got uh, the uh, for the Atari, I got Empire Strikes Back. And then she got strawberry shortcake. So it was, I got to play my game for 30 minutes. Then we had to play her game for 30 minutes, you know? So, so I knew, you know, I was good at Empire Strikes Back, but I was also pretty good at strawberry shortcake, you know? <laughs> and it was the same thing. Like, like we would watch, you know, movies on the VCR, like things we taped off of HBO, you know, we might get to watch Labyrinth or, uh, you know, whatever I had recorded. And then sometimes you had to watch. Strawberry Shortcake, or you had to watch Annie, and I knew every one of those stupid songs. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I I didn't watch Strawberry Shortcake, but I had a neighbor, and I remember she had like uh, curtains, I think, and some other stuff. Strawberry Shortcake, but I, yeah, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like I'd like to find like a Punky Brewster lunchbox or uh, not lunchbox, <laughs> yeah. like a thermos or something like that. Yeah, I'd totally yeah. take that. Elf, all that kind of stuff. Um, so. I got a question. I, I had a, I saw an article. I'm, I'm switching topics here, but I saw an article on Facebook earlier today, yesterday maybe. Uh, and I was going to ask you about this, and I didn't get around to asking you about it. Uh, but have you seen this article? Uh, and I believe it's in Virginia. I have to double check. check um, but uh, it's this thing that they're passing around that. Uh, it is. I just found it here. It's a town in Virginia that says that they're going to start, they're going to find trick or treaters that are over the age of 12. 
And they're also going to find people if you're out trick-or-treating uh, past a certain time, 8, 8 p.m. Uh, and it says it could be a $100 fine or you could go to jail for up to 30 days, which I'm now, sure this, this just is, depends on. This is a serious thing? This is a serious thing. And yep, it's in Virginia? It's in Virginia. All right. So you want my two cents on it? <laughs> I'm probably going to offend some people, but it's Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, uh, Footloose is uh, based on an actual town. Like there was an actual town here in Oklahoma. I guess it's based on a, a town here in Oklahoma. But, um now this town is uh this I guess it's um Chesapeake but they're backpedaling a little bit. They're saying well they're not going to find if it's like an older sibling taking a younger sibling around, you know. I you know I I'm sure that they're trying to just curb troublemakers like you know kids yeah. that are out doing whatever smashing pumpkins or but that's a that's a little a little extreme way to to do that you know and to right yeah to just wait to waste the time on that and i mean i don't know like nicole i think has a not that i don't but i know you voiced it too it's like you're a kid once and even when you're in high school it's like if you if you can throw on a costume here you go have some candy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just as much as I'll give a candy to a little six year old, give you a candy to, you know what I mean? That, it, I mean, and I'll still give them candy. To, I will. I, my wife will say stuff, but she's still will too. But like if teenagers come up in a group and they're just like, they got her pillow sack and they're just like, yeah, oh, trick or treat. Like if they're not being inconsiderate, like uh, whatever, you know, it is better when you see them with like, a, even if it's a half hearted costume, it's still fun oh, to see, yeah. you know, yeah. but it's like, I don't know. There, there are lots of like little silly rules, like oh, you, st- you can't start till six p.m. or dusk or after dinner and this and that. Like I don't remember that as a kid. I just remember having tons of fun. Yeah, you know, I just it, it was so awesome. To when I think back on Halloween, it's just like in my mind. And I'm not not. I want to clarify and say when I was old enough to go by myself or with my friends, not to have an adult, you know, walk us around, whatever. But, but those years, like when I was finally old enough to go on my own, it was like total anarchy. You know what I mean? Like, like it was kids just, you know, you know, when you're a kid and you have that fantasy, like what happened, what would happen if all the adults disappeared and it was just kids, like, in charge of everything. It felt like that. It was just kids everywhere running around. You know, the bigger kids would try to scare you. The, you know, there'd be the younger kids walking, and you'd walk around them. And and uh, I just – it just it's one of those great, great memories. You know, like, I just enjoyed it so much. And I hate it when I see these things where um, – I mean, I get it. I get that they don't want – 16-year-olds out egging houses or whatever, you know, like I said. But, I mean, if you're why, – why is 12 – like, 12 seems like a pretty early cutoff. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I've probably shared this story with you before, but uh, there was a – a buddy of mine had a motorcycle and I had a motorcycle. So we both had um, 
motorcycle licenses, which you could get when you were 14 here in Oklahoma. So, but we didn't have a car yet. So I want to say we were 15. And for Halloween, we dressed up like the Blues Brothers and we rode our motorcycles to this other neighborhood and we went and knocked on the very first house and this guy opened the door and he goes, aren't you guys a little old for this? And then we just looked at each other and I was like, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we are. And we, I, we didn't even get any candy. We just left. And I mean, first of all, if you're driving around to go trick or treating, you're probably too old, <laughs> 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 you know, like if you have to ask off work, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was like, I mean, to me, we knew, we knew when we were too old, like, you know, it hit us like, like, that's it, you know? So if the kids want to do it, let them do it, you know, don't, they'll, they'll figure it out when it's not cool anymore, then they'll, they'll stop doing it. Man, I I just, I loved it as a kid. I love getting the, getting the costumes with the plastic mask, the little, little rubber band that kept it on and the the plastic smock and. Or my mother, you know, made me made me a clown costume one time. I used to be a cowboy. Um, listen to Horrified Chicken. You can hear about when I dressed as a hooker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, good t- good times. All right. I so I, I have I have one more question for you, and this is something I don't think we've ever discussed before. Uh, in regards to Halloween, have you did you used to go to? haunted houses like the you know the haunt things where you would walk through did you ever go like as a kid or as an adult did you guys ever go through those no (laughs) (laughs) no i I, I, no um well there there wasn't any really any haunted houses around when i was growing up as a kid uh i guess later on they they well actually well it wasn't even halloween so you're familiar with the area, probably don't remember it, but Clifton Hill. Do you remember that 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 name ring a bell? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, it's a street in Canada, Ontario, Niagara Falls, and uh, a, you know we'd go to Canada because they they know how to they knew how to attract the tourists over there. There was wax museums and all this and that, and there was a haunted um, it's like a haunted house type of thing. And I remember going there, and I was in high school. Was it a ride or did you walk through? No, it was a walkthrough. So it was a walkthrough. And I think it was like all dark, but I don't know because I didn't open my eyes. (laughs) 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 I had my hands on on the person's shoulders in front of me. It could have been a girl. And then my girlfriend was behind me. And I didn't act. I didn't scream or nothing, but I was just like, I hated it. I, I hated it with a passion. I don't like that kind of stuff. But uh, so even as a kid, I, I would never would have done it as a kid. Now, I mean, there's, they're, they're everywhere. We have we have a place called Fright World here, and it's in an old uh, uh, BJ's wholesale store, which is like a Sam's Club. And uh, it's pretty intense from what I've heard. And I've seen like the local news will go there. And my daughter has been there when it's, uh, I think it was like Lights On Day or something. So they kind of younger kids go oh, through like that, and uh, she was supposed to go last weekend, and she uh, she bailed. She's twelve, but we did go on a haunted hayride before that, and it was fun. I mean, I had a great time; it was a blast. Um, I could see myself in my ten year old because he 
sat in the it was like uh, it was on a farm and they pulled you on a tractor and then you're on a like a big mm-hmm. cart and uh my son just like put his you know kind of like like when you're on a plane and it's like you're gonna crash in the water like put your head between your legs or whatever <laughs> right like, that's how my son was he had his hoodie on pulled over his head and he was like tucked down as far as he could um so it was funny, and Nicole and I kind of were like, "Do you, do you feel bad because we were laughing so much at the kids being terrified?" Like, yeah, nah, it was fun. When I was a kid at uh, Frontier City, our local theme park, which is now owned by Six Flags, they had a ride that you went through on, um, you know, like a little cart where you go through, and it was dark, and things would jump out at you and stuff. Um, and I remember I was so scared. I think I went through maybe with my uncle or somebody. I was so scared. I got on the floor of the little cart and like wrap <laughs> like a, like a, a, you know, like a cat would do. Like I got all intertwined in his <laughs> legs and, you know, just so I could hide down there. And, and what's funny is like, you know, I was such a huge fan of movie special effects and stuff. Right. So. Like, there's part of me that really enjoyed, like, how do these things work and how do they build them? But, yeah, stuff jumping out, man, terrified me. Um, I have never told this story. Um, I think my wife probably knows it, but one time. Uh-oh, it's a throwback exclusive. This is a throwback. We need a, a sound. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> throwback exclusive. Like the current affair sound. We went to a haunted house with a bunch of coworkers like the first year that I worked for the FAA. This is like 95. And um, to go, I was so terrified. I didn't want to go. I knew I was going to freak out. And uh, whenever we got there, you had to go up this giant flight of stairs to get to the top of this thing. And I acted like I um, twisted my ankle. <laughs> I, like, I totally was kinda, something I would do. I was behind everybody. And then I was like, oh, then I just <laughs> sat down and I was like, no, 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 y'all go ahead. You know, I'll just wait for you here. Oh. And did you, did you, uh, did you also play in the, um, the disappointment into it too? Like, oh, this guy I'm really oh. Just looking for, man. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then um, I I think I even, like, I don't even remember. Like, it seems like I might have, like, fake taped my ankle up or something. Oh, man. Like, I, like I try to sell the whole thing, you know. But, um, yeah, those things scare me to death. Um, and then uh, we went on a, a hayride thing. And my daughter actually worked at one last year. It was like the Boy Scouts did it. And then they invited the Girl Scouts to come help. And she was part of the... They did like the little scene from uh, The Ring where the girl crawls out of the TV. Yeah. And, and they had like this big giant TV and a kid crawled out of it. And, and Morgan was dressed up like in a, you know, a black, black wig and a thing. And I was like, oh, that's, and she's, she's scared of those things too, but she didn't mind being in it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. being the scare. Um, but we, I watched on uh, Netflix last night. A documentary called Haunters, The Art of the Scare. And it's a documentary about people that, you know, run these haunted houses. But, like, it's more like people that set them up in their yards and stuff. Like, at their house, they set up these things. But then it went off on this weird tangent 
and it started talking about extreme, uh, like extreme, what did they call it? One was called like an extreme torture experience or something. And it's not like, like when I was a kid, it was kind of like a understood, um, gentleman's agreement. Like you don't touch the people and they won't touch you. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if, yep. if there's a zombie guy, like he's not going to touch you. You don't touch him. Um, but these things, and they, they had a, there was one guy that they interviewed and they showed all his things, but he makes people sign like a 40 page waiver and they do everything. Like people go in there and I mean, this guy, they were showing this guy and they duct taped his eyes closed and then they were waterboarding him. And I'm like, Oh my God. Oh yeah. And they zip tied him and, and, um, you know, cover him in fake blood and all this stuff. And, and, um, it, it was, it was crazy. And, and, uh, I was reading, let me see if I have the name of it here. McCamey Manor. It's MC like McDonald's, Mick, K-A-M-E-Y, McCamey Manor. They said that the experience that he plans for people can last up to 36 hours. And if you last 36 hours, uh, you get $20,000. But then at the end of the article, it says the average amount of time that people last in it is eight minutes. <laughs> and, right. And, and one of the things that they do is they ask you, they're like, okay, tell us what really scares you and we'll make sure it's not in there. But then of course they put it in there, you know? So, um, the, the article I was reading was about this guy who, he like traveled halfway across the country to go to this thing. And, uh, he basically quit in like less than five seconds. Um, the first thing they did was, you know, he said, as long as there's not water, he was okay. And the first thing they did was it said wrapped him in like chain link fence and covered his head with a sack and threw him in this thing of water. And he was like, I'm out. And I, I don't blame him, but, I mean, to me, that's, that's a whole, I don't, I don't know who, wow. who, Big who wants to do there. that. Yeah. You know, and, and, um, and the other thing is this guy, this, uh, <clears throat> guy that runs McKamey Manor, he videotapes every single person that goes through. Um, I mean, he's like in their face with a video camera and then puts them all on YouTube. So you can watch these on YouTube and it's just, Videos of people screaming and crying, like, you know, let me out of here. I quit. No, please, you know, let me out. And, and while these people are just laughing and they threw this guy in a coffin and sealed it shut and left him there for a while. I mean, it's just, yeah, that's not for me. I don't, I don't know who that's for, but you know what? They should arrest kids that are 13 and go trick or treating. <laughs> exactly like which one's the criminal here i don't know man that's crazy yeah i i'm not a big fan of it and uh even even nicole is i mean she's a huge horror fan horror genre fan she's she's not um because summer wanted her to go through the uh the uh, fright night like haunted house and she's like i don't really <laughs> want to but she was going to like cause i was like i'm definitely not doing it <laughs> you're off you got to live up to your uh you know, reputation. <laughs> Your horror rep. I will tell you, I went through one one haunted house, uh, and it was at it was at Frontier City, and uh, they have a thing there every year called Fright Fest, I think. And I this was my senior year, 
and me and my two buddies, Jeff and Andy, the three of us went and we all had dates. So there were six of us all together. And so we went through this thing like a train, you know, with one person in front and then the second person, everybody had their hands on the shoulders of the person in front of them, you know, and Rob had to twist his ankle. (laughs) Now this is before this is, this is before that. And, uh, I was the last person and the girl I took, this was our first date. And she told me that she was absolutely terrified and that she didn't want to do it. I mean, she was almost on the verge of tears, you know? And I was like, it's like teenagers that are going to jump out and try to scare you. I said, just keep your head down and, you know, follow where I think she had her hands on Andy's shoulders. I was like, it's not, you know, it's not, uh, uh, nobody's going to touch you. Nobody's going to hurt you, you know? So anyway, we, uh, were coming through the uh, very end. Uh, like we were coming out and right at the very end, I look, and I see a guy in a hockey mask, and you know it's like the the bad Jason impersonator, and he's getting ready to like run up and scare scare our whole group. But I saw him before he jumped out, right? And right when he starts walking to me, I motion to him. I'm like, "Hey, come here, come here," you know. And he, the guy, kind of looks at me. And I'm like, "Come here." And so he he comes up next to me, and I take my hands off the girl's shoulders, and and I'm pointing at her shoulders. And so he basically replaces me in the line. <laughs> so now he's the last guy in the line, mm-hmm. and he's got his hands on this girl's shoulder. Uh, and so as we're walking out, then I just kind of walk past the whole group, and I'm like, hey, guys. And then, of course, they all turn around to see who's at the end, and that girl turned around and saw that it was the Jason guy that had his hands on her shoulder, and she freaked out. Um, and, uh, I will just say this, someone else gave her a ride home. Oh man. She wouldn't even ride home. And that was it. That was our only date first and last. Oh boy. Strike out. Yep. She was not a fan, but uh, I thought, I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, I think it's it's funny (laughs) in retrospect, right? (laughs) The only other thing I remember about that was, um, there was supposed to be a guy from, uh, it's supposed to be like from the uh, Leatherface uh-huh. from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And instead of a chainsaw, he had a leaf blower. So <laughs> he was just holding uh-huh. up the thing. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I don't know that that really captures the, uh, the horror. No. no, not at all. It was funny on the hayride that we took. They had the chainsaw, you know, obviously the chain off of it. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, and like the, the, they would stop through the field and then, um, you knew someone was coming out, right? Or they would stop, like they have, all, they had really cool, like little scenes set up out there and they had like mm-hmm. the, those real quiet generators running and lights and everything. And so this guy came out and he had the, um, is it the Jason mask, the hockey mask? Yeah. The yeah. old school hockey goalie mask comes out and he's got the overalls. He was a big dude too. He's got the chainsaw, and it's funny because uh, I believe it was my buddy Jason's son, or maybe it was somebody else. Said maybe it was somebody else. Said, "Oh, he's not he he's not going to start it up because he was just walking with it." And then next thing you know, it's like, <laughs> and he's like dragging it along the the cart and putting it towards oh. people because there's you know no chain on it, but man, right, right, but still. And it, 
and it was funny because at the, when we finally finished, um, you know, we're like, Gabe, it's over and everything. And it's like, oh my God, they were climbing all over me. And I'm like, no, that was your <laughs> sister trying to get out of your lap. Because she, her and her girlfriend and, and uh, Jason's son sat on the back. So they, they would chase you and then they would all of a sudden, you'd think they were gone in the darkness and they'd be like on the back of the trailer climbing up and stuff. Oh. So it was uh it was a good time, but um, if you ever come to Oklahoma, we will not be going through a haunted house. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely yeah, not. Uh, but I will. I will. Um, now I feel like uh like you might call me out on it, and then I have to fake another injury. Try no, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't calling anybody out on that. I, uh, that's not my not my cup of tea. That's that's for sure. I don't like the horror stuff, but <laughs> anyways, we uh, I think it's probably time we wrapped it up. We just kind of wanted to get together and record something, keep that throwback reviews feed alive. And uh, like I said in the beginning, hopefully once you get settled in the new house, you know, we'll pick a movie and we'll we'll do an old uh, throwback reviews on a movie or something. I mean, there's so much to talk about. I mean, guy, I went to Disney World this this past summer and. Uh, just uh, oh, so much, so much going on. But yeah, I, I definitely uh, will have a spot for the the microphone, and uh, I don't think I'm gonna have to have the pod cart anymore. I think I'm gonna have a just a full time uh, setup for podcasting in the new house. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Cool, very cool, and hope maybe by the time you get yours set up, I can build my room and and get it set up. My wife's been hounding me, not hounding me, but just like, when are you gonna? Because when we bought this house, that was one of the, her selling points. Not that she had to sell this house. I mean, I loved it, but she's like, "You can have that room. You can frame it in and make it your your uh, podcasting or whatever room." And I'm like, "All right." And that was three years ago. <laughs> well, I, I would help you, but uh, I got this an- this old ankle injury that's bothering me. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I hear you. So, anyways, man, it was cool. It was cool to uh, catch up, be able to record something. Uh, hopefully the audio doesn't turn out too bad. If you're, uh, if you guys are listening to this, then obviously it wasn't bad enough, and I, I was able to put it out. But um, let's All do right. it again. Happy Halloween to everyone. See you later. Bye.